Hello, 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 folks. We are back again. Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo, founder, financial advisor, New Street Advisors Group. And it is Thursday morning here in New York, recording another podcast. And we are, what are we in, day eight, day seven of quarantine? We're all probably going a little crazy, stuck in the house, watching as many shows, documentaries as we can. I just started Tiger King. Sounds, it's great. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. It's crazy so far. Um, But, you know, I wanted to give an update for us all on the markets, on, um, you know, what we should be doing in these crazy times and how we um, make sure that we're fiscally um, healthy and financially well uh, during times like this. And um, yeah, shout out to a couple of listeners. I'm I'm hearing a lot of people messaging me and saying that they've been listening and I really, really appreciate it. I hope you're taking something from this and and learning a lot from this. Um, So shout out to good friend Courtney. Hopefully you hear this episode, my friend and neighbor. Um, Shout out to Natalie for for listening and getting involved in investing and and not being intimidated by this. Um, Everyone else out there that's listening, um, shout out to nurses and and medical professionals and doctors and people on the front lines of this um, pandemic um, and really helping people get well. So shout out to everyone that's kind of, you know, sticking together in this time uh, because we definitely need it and and we're hoping that everyone um, is safe and healthy. On the flip side, on the financial side, um, you know, it's been crazy. I think I've been talking about the last couple episodes, folks, clients, new clients, everyone understands that this is possibly a time um, to reassess their portfolio and look to, you know, you know, take advantage of some different things. Um, If you're a client of mine, you're getting my expert advice on, you know, what we should do and how we should attack different things. If you're not, um, you get general advice, but you're not getting my expert advice. So, um, oh, that's for clients. It's specifically for my clients to get my expert advice on what we should be buying, what we should be doing, um, and what we should be invested in. So they're definitely getting that. But um, generally speaking, um, I think a lot of people are wondering what's going on with the stock market. So, you know, are we at you know, bottom yet? Or is it going lower? What's what's going on? And that's something that nobody knows. But we can surmise um, based on economically what's going on. So, you know, if you're thinking of, you know, when should I be investing or what is going on in the market, you know, different ways to look at it um, is, you know, have we hit stock market bottom? You know, I've, I've maintained that volatility will persist for a few more weeks. Um, and so that's still my stance. Um, have we hit rock market bottom? I think we will when a couple things happen. Uh, when we have a timeline of when people are able to go back to work. So that will be a big catalyst when we understand that we've taken care of this virus, we controlled this virus, and people are be able to go back to work, activity can resume. That will be huge when we hear a timeline on that. Um, and so far, we really have conflicting reports. Um, we have the administration saying they want to get people back to work earlier. We have other, you know, state level, different things going on at the state level. So we don't know. And that's going to be a big catalyst to understanding, you know, how the markets will perceive that. Um, and next is the stimulus package, um, which is going through the House shortly. Um, that is another catalyst that will help people understand, 
you know, what relief looks like. Um, is it enough? I don't know. The finer details, people can, you know, talk about whether it's $1,200 check for each individual based on income, um, help for small businesses, relief for businesses, relief for corporations. You know, was that enough? The market seemed to respond to that in the past couple of days. Um, but that that is another another thing that will, you know, kind of play in what um, policies that the government is, is enacting for people and businesses at this time is, is going to be huge to help understand that. So if you're thinking about, you know, stock market, uh, that's one thing. Now, on a personal finance level, what should you be doing in this situation, which is, is darn sure looking to be a recession if we're not in already? Um, the jobs report comes out this morning, so that will give us an indication of, you know, what people are, you know, you know, how many people lost their jobs, really. Um, and so for you, on a personal finance level, you know, again, I've talked to my clients and I've preached emergency cash funds. So if you have that, um, you either lost your job or maybe you still have income, make sure to keep liquidity, make sure to keep cash accessible because um, that's uh, possibly be needed for some folks out there. Next, um, based on your you know objectives, your horizon, and again, for the people I work with, I've had many clients understanding that they want to possibly take advantage of this opportunity uh, in the market, uh, market opportunity, um, and be invested. So that's something to look at. If you have opportunities, if you're working with someone, uh, my clients are working with me on how we can you know, look to invest, how we can look to do things for longer term, how we can look to use extra liquidity at this time to take it, possibly um, look at some devaluation uh, of companies that are still strong long term. Um, so that's something you'd want to assess uh, if it makes sense for you. Um, and then also, if you're, again, going back to the flip side, if you're someone that's you know lost your job, uh, look for relief, look for people that can help you. Um, and if you're someone that wants to talk about your financial situation, I'm always available to speak about that. Um, you can reach out to me at any time. What should we expect going forward? Now, that's the big question is, you know, if we look in the crystal ball, what should we expect? We should expect, you know, things in the market to still be volatile in the short, in the short term. Um, but we wanna know again, when people are able to go back to work, when activity can resume, how we contain the virus, are people, um, is there, do health experts tell us that, you know, we're gonna be okay as far as containment of the virus, slowing down, flattening the curve, have we done the staying at home, have we done a good job with that? That will be helpful to understand, do we have more data? I think there's a lot of conflicting reports, there's a lot of data going around. Do we have concrete data that can help us understand what we're dealing with and are people getting healthier? Do we have enough supplies? That's gonna be huge. People wanna feel safe and healthy. Um, and so that's that's very, very important. Um, hopefully that's a good wrap up of update. Um, next we have an interview with Becca who is a nutrition coach and health wellness coach as well. Um, if you know me, you know that I'm big into health, wellness, um, and this is something that uh, is important to me. And so I wanted her to come in and, and talk a little bit about what she does, a little bit about how we can stay healthy, keep well. Um, it's really important in these times. So I really hope you guys enjoy the interview. Hey, welcome back to another episode, another great interview. Uh, we have Becca, who is a health and nutrition coach um, out of the San Francisco Bay Area, was kind enough to call in on a wonderful 
what are we on a Tuesday evening right now? Yeah, it's a Tuesday evening. But thank you, Becca, for, for calling in and taking time to, to speak with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, Delano. Very honored. Thank you. Um, so I was breaking down a little bit earlier about what you do. And obviously being a health and nutrition coach, um, that comes with a lot of, you know, different things. So tell me a little bit about what you do specifically for clients and how you help people. Health is something that's very important. It's kind of, it's really important to me. I'm, you know, trying to get back in shape currently and you've been helping me with that with our call we've had and I've been running a little bit more, getting back out there on the, on the terrain and hitting the run as the weather warms up. But talk to me about what you do as a health coach. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a health coach and I'm also a nutrition consultant. So I just like to mix it together, health and nutrition coach. And what I do is I really, I assist people with the process of lifestyle changes. So it's really about, you know, helping and assisting and and mentoring. Um, and the purpose is, you know, the goal is behavior change and changing your lifestyle. And the process is totally client focused. And I take, you know, I like to work one-on-one -on -one with, with clients. I also can do group coaching as well. But, you know, for each individual, it's so bio-individual, as I like to call it, because every person has, you know, a different health history, different things that they're trying to, to manage or deal with, and different goals, you know. And it also depends on what's going on in your life. You know, what are your needs? What are your what's your wellness vision, which I help them to, to create. Mm. But again, it's very client focused. I meet people where they're at and we work together to really set, you know, the goals of that wellness vision to prioritize them um, and to achieve them um, through typically weekly one-on-one -on -one coaching, meaning once a week, every week and mm. making small changes, taking baby steps in the direction of those goals. And what's great about coaching is that you have somebody there who is, you know, typically, you know, highly skilled or has some level of expertise and knowledge in, in their field. And we really can provide support and accountability to people. Cause I know for myself, um, I have a coach as well. <laughs> All yeah. good coaches have, have coaches. And you know, well, working. You, you back that up. Do you have a coach for, for health, a health coach, or sorry, what type of coach? In the past, I've worked with a life coach. Oh wow! Okay, that's awesome. In the past, I've also worked with a career and relationship coach. She awesome. does both. Um, but I feel like, you know, I I need support and accountability too. So mm -hmm. this is a lovely process, and it's it's just an honor to do this kind of work, yeah. um, where you can really help to facilitate a process of discovery for a client, um, you know, with uh, focusing on where their strengths are built and creating new insights from that mm -hmm. and really kind of leading the way to determining goals um, in a, in a client centered approach Got it. and really helping also to kind of guide the client to develop intrinsic motivation um, and the skills to create sustainable behavior change. Cause yeah. th that's really, uh, you know, the goal here. It's like we try to take on so much. Um, we kind of know what we have to do, but it's very difficult sometimes to implement it, right? And there's so many other things that get in the way. I 100% I agree with you. Even when we talked, I was like, you know, I love the fact that you brought up the psyche and, and really you were like, you were talking to me more on a different level. It's like, I want to understand the reasons why you need something like 
you know, kind of journal through the day, like, why do you pick up, you know, a certain time of the day, why do you pick up this food? Why do you get to sweets at, at this time? Which is something I didn't really think about. I kind of knew it tied possibly to stress or, you know, um, some of those things, but you really broke down at a different level, which I think was really, really cool and really interesting. Where does that, you mentioned the behavioral change. If you talk to people, some of you worked with, some of, what are the, some of the steps that you would say, you know, work with folks um, to kind of break through those barriers and kind of change behaviors? Is, is there any like sort of, you know, five-step guides, any of those sort of things? You know, it's, it's honestly, like I said, we, we take it step by step and there is a process to it and a structure to it. And, um, you know, starting, you know, I, I, I suppose probably I'd break it up. It really depends on the person, right? Yeah. But like the first six visits we have, there's a, you know, certain process going on there. You know, in the very beginning, there's establishing the wellness vision and the goals and prioritizing and, you know, also takeaways, action steps, you can't bite off more than you can chew, right? So we also want to, to set, you know, help set people up to succeed um, by giving, you know, maybe one to three recommendations depending upon what they're trying to do, you know, whether it's lose weight or eat better. Um, and really it's very much personalized, but the goal is, you know, for the client to do the work. This is really me using methodology for changing behavior you know, an attitude to improve lifestyle choices and their habits and their actions. But, you know, they're, they're doing all the work. My job is to, you know, to, to listen, um, to elicit an agenda. Um, the client is very much self-responsible, but I'm identifying their core strengths. I'm helping them you know, to kind of guide, converse, you know, maybe guide conversation that they definitely, uh, that, they, that they really initiate. Mm. Um, and then I'm also there to kind of inspire and advocate and definitely to support, but this is very much self-directed learning. So the goal of the process is definitely that, you know, okay. to evoke, to evoke. I'm not there to direct or teach or set an agenda. The agenda is completely set by the client. And this is the, the beauty of it too, is that you, you have a team. I, so I, I become your, your teammate and cheerleader, uh, in addition to, you know, having the skill set to be able to, to guide you. I love to, that. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, you talk about guiding accountability. So important. I think you're probably pretty busy because if you've seen the, the shift, I don't want to call it shift because everyone's pretty, pretty, you know, I would call it obsessive about, you know, health. And I think there's been a turn in the last, you know, call it our generation where it's like everyone has to be in some sort of their mind level fit or whatever that means for you. Um, Talk about that. Like if you talk about health as well, you know, longevity, people are living longer. Um, people are using biohacking. People are using different techniques to try to make sure they stay healthier longer. What do you think about that? How does that play into how you work with people? What do you think about this concept of health as well? Because obviously we're working hard. We're doing things. We're, we're living our passionate lives. But, you know, at the end of the day, we need to be healthy to kind of um, see everything through, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Health is wealth. I love that saying, that tagline. I have it on my business card. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, you, you've heard the saying pay now or pay later. Mm. You know, um, I like to think of it in terms of kind of invest now, yeah. empower yourself and live better. So yeah. it's really about investing in your health. And I think we really lose sight of that. Although we do want to be healthy, we do want to eat right. You know, we want to get to the gym, we want to work out, we want to lose the weight and do it all. But um, it's, you know, 
it's, it's a daily process, creating new habits to, to take the steps and do the things you need to do to really kind of live that every day. Yeah. Um, and investing now is really, you know, when you think about it, it's easy to get lost in what's going on in stress, um, emotional issues people have. Like there's a lot that's going on in life. And there's also kind of societally, we kind of seek to be, uh, you know, you might you might reach out for the thing that's going to make you feel better in the moment. Um, but, you know, in the long run, it's not going to help you. So really creating new habits around investing in your health is so important just for the purpose of empowering yourself and just being able to have a better mindset every day. Like your mind, your thoughts, everything's going to work better yeah. when you're eating right because there's a connection between what you're eating you know, and your gut health and your ability mm. to kind of stay focused, you know, just balancing everything out in the body, whether it's, you know, micronutrients that the body needs, getting the right macronutrients. So you have the energy so your immune system can function properly. It's such a fine balance, um, a symphony. But honestly, it's really so important to come back to the notion that your health is the most important thing. Mm. And it's really critical to take steps to keep reminding yourself of that and keep investing in it. It can be, and you can do simple things um, to do that, whether it's getting enough sleep tonight yeah. or today I drank enough water and I hydrated. I think we get really overwhelmed in a cascade of a thousand things that we, we want to do for ourselves. And then we feel like if we don't get to those, or I didn't get to that hit class today and do this, 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 and this, and I ate a cookie, you know, then you get stuck. You can get stuck, like beating yourself up. Yeah. And I think that's also a part of, of this, um, you know, coaching isn't just about, you know, it's not just about the physical things. It's about also emotional, um, there's different types of nutrition that we spoke about on the phone that day where, yeah. you know, it's not just about food. Um, there's lifestyles taking into account, you know, what I was trained in coaching to call primary nutrition, which would be your career, um, your purpose, right? Um, relationships, because they provide emotional nutrition for you. Mm. Um, exor exercise, which yeah. is so critical for not just you know, losing weight and having muscle, but really feeling good. I mean, mm. exercise really balances those neurotransmitters in a way that nothing else can. Mm. And um, it's definitely the most effective wellness pill, you know, feel good pill there is out there. <laughs> and then spirituality, you know, whatever that can connect you to your inner, your, your highest self, whatever mm. that is, whether it's music, it's dancing, uh, nature, taking hikes, you know, any of those things are, all of those things are nutrition. Um, and they all feed into this overall investing in your health. Yeah. And so just kind of, you know, you deserve to feel good. Everyone deserves to be healthy. Um, but you do have to put yourself first in, in a way that, you know, prioritizes, you know, empowering yourself and your health in this way and making the lifestyle changes to, to accommodate that. Yeah, no, you made a couple, few good points. I mean, like, Scaling up sleep is something that I now take pride in, or at least try to. I, I um, you know, when you, you, you know, as entrepreneurs, we work a lot and, you know, we can sometimes not give up sleep, but I, I really am trying to make sure that I do switch that and change and make sure you get that rest and 
that the body recuperate, drinking water is something that, you know, I think is important that you mentioned. And also the, the spiritual higher self. You mentioned dancing. I love seeing your posts when it comes to you dancing. I feel like I have in <laughs> you, but I'm just I think you're up there. You're up there. But I love it. You're a great dancer. I know you're a dance coach, which um, accounts to the great moves you have. Talk to me about that. You also, you're also coaching in the dance realm and have been doing that for a bit as well. Yeah, I love it. I also have a tie to fitness and I got started in all of this actually through fitness where I was um, a dance fitness instructor and started with Zumba and then moved on to some other formats and then started choreographing my own where I would teach uh, at Equinox and Google and now I'm at YouTube. Um, but I also teach indoor cycling. It's, you know, dance is really awesome because you've got that that element of just letting go in addition to, you know, sweating and just kind of having fun and, you know, having good music. It's just an opportunity to kind of, you get multiple things done. It's like a twofer for me. I get the, the uh, spiritual high from doing it. And also there's the physical exercise component of it. And then if you're doing it with people who, you know, you end up having camaraderie in a class, you've got the relationships and kind of like that, that, that time that you get to spend co-regulating with other people, you know, with the similar goals. But thank you. I do love dancing. <laughs> that is my thing. That is my spiritual thing and music. I love it. For sure. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously you work with a different range of clients. Uh, you know, if you were to tell me, you know, a few reasons why someone would want to work with a health coach, a nutritionist, um, you know, what would those big, big reasons be for, you know, for you or what you see when you kind of transform clients? Oh, yeah. I mean, losing weight is always a yeah. big one. And um, losing weight and people just deciding they want to get yeah. healthy, uh, eat better. Mm -hmm. But um, losing weight is a big one. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a small amount of weight, a large amount yeah. of weight. Some people are told that they have to lose weight by a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, other times, you know, someone just isn't feeling, you know, they know that they could They've been under stress and they just need some support um, and they've waited a really long time to ever ask anyone for help until until you know they decide to, to invest um, and have someone to help you know with this process because sometimes you know there are busy career-oriented people there's also people who you know have families people at home where you're trying to kind of align your goals you're trying yeah. to find support in the home because you you know, you want to have that environmental uh, success. You don't want to be able to set yourself up for success in the environment, yeah. um, in the home or in the pantry <laughs> or in the fridge. Um, but also relationally, you know, with, with having uh, people that to support you in addition to me. But, but you know, it's, it's a great wide range of things. Um, I think for me, when I sought out more of a life coach, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of, it, for me, it was more of the spiritual. I was looking for more guidance in terms of like what was missing from my life at the mm. time. It was kind of a big time in my life where I was going through a lot of very big life changes. Um, but losing weight was always something I was interested in um, seeking coaching out for. And I never did do that. But if I could go back in time, I would do it because uh, you just get it done faster. <laughs> and <laughs> you learn a lot in the process. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you if anything, you learn, hey, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And in fact, we're kind of designed to do that. But for some reason, some of us just don't. Exactly. No, <laughs> you're so right. I think 
I hate asking for help, but you know, you're the first person that came to mind. I love the fact that you're so approachable. Um, you are you just you emanates on your social media. I'm going to ask you know have you pe- tell the people where they can find you. But yeah, I think you're right about we sometimes we need to ask for help, accountability. I think even when it comes to being a financial advisor, I think you know money is something again that could be a sticky subject and um, people. I love to create a judgment free slash just approachable open environment where people can come talk to me about, you know, anything. And I think you do the same thing. And, you know, for me, reasons for getting healthy is because it's almost summer, man. I'm still single. So I have to drop a couple and then I'm ready to kind of do my YOLO summer. But yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, my goals are for the summer. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. But um, no, Rebecca, thank you. Um, where can people find you if they want to reach out uh, your socials, email, where, where can people find you? Yeah, so um, I have a website, CoachBeccaWellness.com, and I'm also on Instagram, uh, which is also CoachBeccaWellness, and I am on Twitter, WellnessBecca. I need to spend some more time on there. Um, So, but you know, you can contact me through DM um, or through message or through email on my website as well. I think it's CoachBeccaWellness at gmail.com but um go to my website coach Michael wellness or instagram is where you get those dance videos <laughs> from time to time coach Becca wellness uh yeah i just like to uh, one of my one of my little things is to get people to remember to do things that are uh, that make them feel good kind of take you to your higher self place and if it's dancing awesome um and if it's not then i'll just kind of dance around for 20 seconds and hopefully it'll make you smile or feel a little better <laughs> I, love that. I love that well thank you thank you very much for your time um really you know watching your success and future growth and you know i'm, I'm really excited for what you've been doing and i'll be watching for more but really thank you for stopping in well thank you too and likewise i'm very much enjoying all of your podcasts and i just have to thank you for for putting that out there to the world it's really a great value thank you i appreciate you